0: This is Friday Night Stripes, where I'll talk to high school football officials around the USA about this advocation we all love. Let's kick it off. Hey everyone, Don Vandermark here. Today I've got uh, Greg Reeder with me. Greg's from up in uh, Pennsylvania. How you doing today, Greg? Good. How are you doing? Good. So... Um, Greg, uh, Greg, and I have been corresponding through email. He provided some great feedback on uh, on the podcast, and at one point gave me uh, the the kick in the butt I needed to get get back recording again. So, so thank you for that, Greg. I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> so, um, so Greg, what um, what area of Pennsylvania do you live in?
1: I live in what's known as the Lehigh Valley. It's an area where uh, Allentown, Bethlehem, and Easton are. Allentown, if you don't know, is the third largest city in Pennsylvania after obviously Philadelphia and Pittsburgh.
0: Okay, so it's it's the area. Is that the area just west of Philadelphia?
1: No, north. It's actually equidistant north, okay. between Philadelphia and New York.
0: Oh, okay. All right, all right. Very good. An hour north,
1: yeah. And
0: and about how many? Uh, what what? Uh, what association handles um your officiating?
1: I am a member of the the Eastern Pennsylvania chapter. Okay. which is in District 11, which basically covers the Lehigh Valley, which is Northampton County, Carbon County, you know Lehigh County, and that and so on.
0: All right. About how many schools does that encompass? Do you have an idea? Um,
1: about 30. About 30? Okay. All right. Good.
0: About 30, yeah. And, and various sizes, I assume, just you've got cities yeah. and 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 rural schools and, and small small private schools probably. So Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right, very good. Um so so Greg, um you and I were, were chatting earlier and uh, this is this what you just finished your second year in officiating, correct?
1: Correct.
0: Yes. All right, excellent. How did, how did
1: the season go for you this year? I thought it went very well. It's when I first started 2 years ago, I guess January 2017 I started this journey I guess and I didn't realize the process it would take and how many games I would get and I got about 10 or 12 games my first year and this year I bumped it got bumped up to about 20 so I'm very happy with that I mean I, I don't know I, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect to so know how many I would get being new and trying to expect too much so you're not disappointed correct?
0: sure absolutely that that and that's that's the way it is and 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 as as I've talked about in the past this is just my fourth year so I'm not much further along um, I, I will say the uh, and and I'll, I'll ask you since you just came off your second year um, that first year everything was moving still pretty fast um, even towards the end of the season everything was still fast and it the very first game of the second season all of a sudden it was like oh, wait, no, this is cool. I, I, this is much slower than it was last year. Did, did did you you have that same effect that for some reason that second year everything just slowed down drastically
1: for you? Absolutely. Uh, first year, just almost like the proverbial deer in the headlights. I mean, my first game, I had to be te- – it was a scrimmage, but I had to be told my first year, you know, you got to count, you know, make sure there's seven guys in the line of scrimmage, so you count the four guys back, and I was like, huh? Because obviously – being a football fan your whole life you don't think about the officials at all and you just know obviously x's and o's you know touchdowns and all that stuff and so yeah last year everything was fly you know keep the whistle out of my mouth you know just so many things i had to learn and went really fast and you're right this year the second year it slowed down but i still have more to learn and i imagine it's going to slow down even more
0: yeah it Certainly, there's always more to learn. Um, it, it, it's it's very much a case. I found it to be very much a case of um, you have to see everything at least once um, before you're like, okay, I know how to handle that. Um, uh, there, there was one incident I think I've talked about in the past where a coach was uh, was point, uh, calling out for um, blocking below the waist, and it took mm-hmm. for the referee to actually throw a flag for a blocking below the waist before i i was able to connect everything it it sounds very simple blocking below the waist um but what i was missing was i was missing them going into the thighs because i was looking for the for the players going really low below the knees but this was Mm -hmm. going into the thighs and it was just one of those things that once i saw it i was like i know what that looks like now um and and it you're, you're able to process things a lot better once you see it once or twice. And, and there are some things you'll see once every few years and, and you have to draw on your recollection of that one time, um, just to know what to do in the situation. So great. Um, so what was the, what was the process like, uh, getting started up there? Did they have, uh, did they have any kind of training classes for you? Did they start you off on, on some smaller games? What, how did they, how did they move you along up there?
1: Well, I started, I, I'll talk about my part of it before I actually became certified. I, uh, I went on PIAA's website. PIAA is Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association. It's basically Pennsylvania's football, you know, sports, high school sports division. Sure. And I went on just curiously to see how to get certified. And they said, you know, send a check in. We'll send you a copy of the football, high school football rules, and take a test. So I did that, and I studied, and I took the test and passed. But at that point, I had to join, you know, join a chapter. So I joined a chapter, and then I found out I got, you know, hooked up an arbiter to see where I would get assigned games because I had no pro, no idea recollection recollection how they would assign me games. Well, they assigned me games, and obviously, throughout most of last year, it was all sub varsity, you know, right. JV and middle school, and of course, you gotta get your, you know, get your feet wet and learn how to do everything. At the end of last year, they threw me a varsity game, which was really nice. And then I got a couple of playoff games, like working the clock and working the sticks on the sidelines and stuff. That was nice. So this year, I got even more games and I got two more uh, varsity games, which was nice. Uh, and before the, this year started, I, I was on their website and they said that there was... You could actually go through training for new officials. And they actually walk you through step-by-step step, like the signals and what different you know the different rules and what different questions are on the test and all that and i wish i would have known that last year because i studied myself and didn't actually get any help or any advice on any kind of you know like this is what you need to learn this is what you need to do i mean i knew you had to learn all the rules sure. but i didn't realize there was a program out there that put you, that would have helped out a lot but evidently i guess i didn't need it and i passed you know Pass at it, but that would have been something that would have helped a little bit. <laughs> oh,
0: for sure. And, and I know when I started, um, the rules weren't really the problem. Yes, I, I had to know. I, I had to learn some of the more um, obscure ones, but the rules weren't really the problem. It was the mechanics. It was the where am I looking during the play? Who am I? I, I can't have an eye on all 22 people, so who specifically am I watching um, when do when does my focus shift from one key to another? That sort of thing, um, yes. and that and that's really something you can only learn um, in a in a training setting um, because the uh, trying to the the books the 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 officials manual that the um, NFHS puts out does talk about keys and things like that. So that's helpful, but it, it certainly it's just book knowledge at that point. Um, and uh, getting out there, the training we had here is is over the summer and it's it's partially classroom training and partially on the field. Um, mm-hmm. And just getting out there on the field, you know, going going through the mechanics, even if there aren't football players on the field, getting those mechanics in place so that uh, you, you know how far to run in when, when, when you're setting the... Uh, the um, the spot, so on and so forth, um, yeah. is, is big. So, um, sounds like uh, sounds like you got to experience that next, uh, this year. And um, will you be going back next year and, and, and refreshing on all that?
1: Oh, my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, it must be nice down in Florida with the weather you have that you can, even in the late winter and spring, you can get outside. Because here in Pennsylvania, it can be in the 20s and 30s, even in April. So that doesn't exactly allow for groups to get together. I mean, you can go outside, but you you freeze yourself to death, you know. Right, right. Um, Yeah, but next year I'll go to that refresher course that they have. And even the new training for first and second year officials, I'll definitely go because, as you know, you learn things and different instructors and different officials have different opinions about things and and stress different rules that you may not have stressed yourself. So you always learn something. It's great. That's That's why I love it. Yeah, for, for sure.
0: Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, in the, the fortunate thing we have as well in the spring is because of what the, the weather allows it, we've got girls flag football um, in that March-April okay. time frame. So um, we're able to get out there. And it's not 100% the same thing because it's flag football, but the moving, the uh, the mechanics, um, a lot of it is similar. Um, so it, it keeps you fresh. Um and and it keeps you in shape. And and uh, you commented uh, uh, offline um, that I mentioned that I was started soccer this season, and that's that's helping me keep in shape as well. And that's that's been real good for um, for keeping me in shape and keep me ready. I, I'm in I'm in the uh, I've been doing football officiating for four years, and and the um, I was always in decent shape, and and you're never going to be able as fast as the as the um, players. Um, but I, I was, I was also much less winded. Once I started soccer, once I started soccer, the, I I can go 40 yards at a sprint, get there and, and be ready and, and be much less winded. And that's a, that's a big, uh, that's a big advantage. Um, one of the, uh, one of the things I, I heard a, um, in, in, in the rule 11 podcast, which is the college football podcast, Official yeah. college football fishing podcast. They were talking about fitness. And I think it was there where I heard someone say that it's when you get tired, your judgment goes down. And when do we as officials need our judgment? We need our judgment at the end of games, um, more or sometimes more than any other part of the game. Um, or at least that's the more important and more obvious times when our judgment comes into question. So being in shape for, for that time frame when, when we've got to be at our best, even though we've been running for two hours, um, staying in shape certainly helps for that.
1: Yes, it's also been said that in, in football officiating, when you're moving, your focus and your line of vision actually decreases. So they want you almost not moving, with you know, obviously you've got to move, you have to move, but... Being a new official myself, I had to tell to slow down, you know, just calm down. Don't move around so much, you know. Your focus of concentration, they say, improves when you're when you're stationary and watching. Aka, being in good position and knowing ahead of time where you're supposed to be instead of not sure and moving around.
0: Right for sure, for sure. Um, and it, it's um, I'm going to pull soccer back into it for for a minute because that's that's a that's a very good point. I know that when I have to sprint back, um, because the ball's headed in my direction, I'm on one of the sidelines. When I have to sprint back, and I'm sprinting and turning and looking, my focus all of a sudden becomes around the three feet around that ball and the the Mm -hmm. one or two players there, as opposed to when, when I'm already in place and the play's coming to me, I've got a much bigger angle. That I'm able to, to take in and see more things. So, yeah, um, that that's that's an excellent observation. It's something I'm still working on. In football, I'm a little right. jittery at the snap. Um, I like to take a step or two actually into the backfield. I don't go forward; I go backwards. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 it's something that's been commented on. As something I'm working on, but it, it's it's one of those things that you're always trying to get better at the different things, and and. Unfortunately, the, the longer you do something, the more it becomes a habit, and mm-hmm, yeah. then you've got yes. to break the bad habits. Um, so that that's, that's one I had written down this year to try and, and, and improve on. I don't know that I got a lot better on it. Um, one of the things I got to doing this year was on my um, game cards, where we keep the uh, timeouts and things like that. I'd write yes. like one note right at the top. What I want? What did I want to improve on this game? Um, I knew coming into this year. Um, there's every year. There's been more and more focus on when there's a foul, get a number. Um, yes. In the first year, it was if you get a number, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's progressed to if there's a foul, get a number. Um, because a, a coach is going to give you a really hard time if you call a foul and you don't have a number.
1: Um, Gosh, my first year, done. my first year, maybe I threw the flag a half a dozen times maybe. Sure. I mean, I was just focused on trying to just make sure spots and where the ball was and ball security and, and also not be a ball watcher, which is something that was difficult for me to not do. Like, balls up in the air, well, it's going to come down. You, have to, you don't have to watch the ball up in the air. You know, and punch and kicks and stuff
0: and yeah yeah that that that's that's all that's all that everybody listening is nodding their head at because they've done it uh <laughs> because we've we've all ball watched i still catch myself every once in a while ball watching on a punt or or kick um and in, instead of being on my um, instead of being on my keys so um so absolutely um so was there anything that, that – was, was there a special play or, or special circumstance that came up during the year that, that you can remember, one of those big learning moments um, that, that came up in, in one of your games this year?
1: <laughs> the biggest moment I can remember um, – yeah, I – yes, I have actually two. One was last year in my first game, and the other was this year in the middle of my second year. I was – I was an umpire at a game, and the, the I guess the team on offense fumbled the ball. And I obviously threw my beanbag and I blew it dead. And I started to indicate that the team on defense, who was home, uh, that it had recovered. But I began to do that, and obviously the team that had the ball, the offense had retained possession, but I didn't see it, and I jumped the gun instead of waiting and letting the t- let it sort itself out and waiting having patience, I didn't have patience. I started to indicate that the home team had the ball, and, well, offense stands up, and they're switching the weight team, and they had the ball in their hands, so I had to, obviously, had to change that, you know, call and indicate that they had held, held on to possession. And after the game, the, uh, the home team, who was on defense, they were not happy with me. They was, I walked off the field, they told me, and I won't use the language, they said, but and they said, get out of here, you know, spend your game check, we don't want to see any more, and they said some more, Quite colorful uh, phrases, Tarpie. So uh, that's I was told, and I got yeah. Well, I got to remind myself slow down. Yeah, it doesn't. Everything has, doesn't have to be done right away. There's time. You know? Sure, sure. No, that, that's my first one. Yeah, what's your second one? Second one is my first game. Actually, second game I worked last year. My first year, uh, I blew a, I blew a play dead. As the runner was starting to fall, I blew the play. Well, guess what? He fumbled. Mm -hmm. So there you go, inadvertent inadvertent whistle. Now, inadvertent whistle in your second game, you know, I guess it was kind of tolerable, even though it's not something we want to do. But the uh, referee at the time, and I didn't realize it, was the the head interpreter for the state. He had, Mm -hmm. I guess, just come that happened to work a game because it was kind of up north for a little bit. And he had, I guess, they needed someone to replace, and he had nothing to do. And I didn't realize who it was till after the game. And (laughs) that's kind of funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and and and
0: it, inadvertent whistles is one of those things that I think all all new officials struggle with um, and and it took it took uh, one of the more veteran officials I, I mean everybody talks about it, especially in training class about whistle out of your mouth don't 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 blow the whistle till you see the ball, that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It actually took a, 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 a referee saying, there doesn't have to be a whistle. Exactly. I've heard for, that too, yes. For, for, for it actually to flip over in my head and be like, whoa, 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 wait a second. He's absolutely right. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to blow the whistle to keep you know extraneous hits from happening, things like that. But yes. For the yes. most part, if you just lay off the whistle, it's going to kill itself. Um, if the play's dead and you see the ball, then yeah, go ahead and, and blow the whistle, kill it, and that, that keeps everybody away. But the play kills itself. And, and that's what I'd hear more of, and, and I did not understand what that meant, um, yes. that the play kills itself, until somebody said that exact statement, that there doesn't have to be a whistle. He, he said, I'm fine if we don't whistle on any of the plays. The, it'll happen <laughs> and, and and it took that extreme a statement for it finally to click in my head what I needed to, to be doing with my whistle um, didn't prevent it always um, but it certainly made a huge difference in in me being able to process um, so so yeah that that's certainly so I mean I had I had an inadvertent whistle this year it, and unfortunately it wasn't a big deal um, but it was um, it was on it was on an extra point on a try um, the holder fumbled the snap um, picked it up started to run with it pitched it to the um, to I think the kicker because um, they were they they were in a scramble mode trying to do something with it and it yes. ended up on the ground and I've got defense and offensive players going towards the ball to recover it, so I blew it dead. I'm like, well, defense. once defense recovers, they can't advance, so it's dead. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I didn't continue to process in my head that, yeah, but if offense picks it up and runs it in, it's two points. So um, it, it, it took a it, – it, it. again, it was one of those – now that I see it, I'm not going to make that mistake again. I shouldn't have made the mistake in the first place, but now that I've seen it, it's one of those things of okay, again, just lay off the whistle. If defense recovers it, they can run as much as they want. We're going to blow it dead eventually anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, again, one of those cases of just staying off the whistle, letting the play end on its own. Um, so, so yeah. So, what other besides the uh, besides the the. Rule book and and the the case book and the manual that that comes from the federation um are, are there other ways that you're learning um the the trade of becoming an official are there other things you're looking for
1: looking at? yes obviously obviously i got the case book and obviously the rules book um last year i got the high school rules i guess simplified and illustrated this in 2016 but Actually I got that two years ago. Now what else did I get? I got the the Reading Study Guide. I got that a couple months ago and I've read about a quarter of it. I'm gonna really dive into that at the beginning of the year. Sure. I need to get more into depth. There's a, a football two thousand eighteen uh, from referee magazine that they that I got last year. Has a lot of uh, a lot of good points in it and stuff. And know we talked online about different videos. Uh, they're on YouTube. You can watch officiating videos and they tell different, you know, obviously the rules and the right. show plays and stuff. And, you know, last year, I, after my season ended, I took maybe a month off and started back into it, like studying and reading and trying to learn more and, you know, get more knowledge. That was about mid-December and I just went all the way through to the beginning of the season. This year, I'm probably going to took off another month and a half, maybe maybe in January, I'll get back into it. Mm-hmm. I got a lot to learn, you know, and uh, just I like it a lot, and I just want to get better, and you know, it's pretty much that. And For sure, I have so, a. Go ahead. Oh, I have a. I've DVR'd some high school football games that so they had them on ESPNU. Sure. And if, you know, I have those ready to go. I can watch them and just watch it and see what I do and and you know, mental, mental reps basically.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it's it's again that case of um, seeing it, and and when you see something happen, you evaluate. Okay, what, where, where would I have been if I was that official? What would I have been seeing? What did he see? Why did he throw that flag? That sort of thing, and it just the mental rep certainly helps. Um, yes. And then you, you did email me, so I would put the list together resources um, that I went through, and then you emailed me a couple more. The um, Arkansas Association of High School Officials and the yes. Orange County Football Officials Association also have videos on YouTube. Yes, um, yes. So we'll, we'll definitely put those out um, in, in the show notes. I'll put some links to those there so that um, people can go look at those as well.
1: Um, a couple of those go back, though. A couple of them go back 2013, 14, 15, yep. and I try to avoid those because there's still some rule changes back there, and I don't want to not get confused, but I don't want to, you know, yeah, get confused, I guess, and and hear something that's a, an older, you know, older rule and that that's changed, and I guess not be aware of it, or, you know, so to try to keep up with the most recent stuff, like 17, 18, you know.
0: For sure, yeah. The uh, I think I had seen the Arkansas in my first or second year, and I had the same thing where it looked like they were from a couple years previous. Um, yeah. So I I, I watched them kind of with a with a okay, I got to try to remember what the current rule is. Um, but again, it, it's a it's a wrap, right? So if they are oh, going yeah. over a play and they say, okay, this is what we saw, this uh, you just use the current. Rule book that you you know of, and you say, okay, it has that change or is it the same? Um, so yeah. it, again, it's just another rep, and and that's that's certainly get, getting the reps in mentally or, or physically is is what makes it a lot easier um, to do this. So. All right. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on today, Greg. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, certainly glad to hear from from a, a newer official, and and it's good to hear what um, how how it came along for you, and and looking forward to to hearing about the journey in the future and, and how it's go how it goes in in upcoming years. So, thank you again for joining today.
1: Great, Don. Thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. No problem. All right, and uh we'll talk again soon. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at fridaynightstripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere. So if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at FridayNightStripes. Show music is Fight em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com.